Okay, let's start over. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> let's do a better <laughs> Sydney. Yeah. You moved. Yeah. I did. Yeah. yeah. I don't, well, it's not an accusation. It's not an accusation. What's it to you? <laughs> You'll never catch yeah, well, me. Yeah. Yeah. What's What's your address? And tell us. <laughs> Dox yourself on the podcast and tell us where you. No, live. you're like you're in uh, Brooklyn, right? Yeah, I'm in Brooklyn. I think I maybe I mentioned that I moved on the last. I honestly don't remember, but I did. I did move, and I feel like it's all I talk about because I'm still in the process of like setting up the apartment mm. so all my free time mm. is like i come home from work and then i do some more work but it's on the apartment and like making it nice and cozy yeah but yeah. it takes time it's like rome wasn't built in a day so every day there's like a new little project and they're fun like today i'm starting a project of um reupholstering this couch this trash couch that i found and it's like cool mid-century wow. modern and i'm going to reupholster it and make it look nice but i'm like Every day I look at this fucking ugly couch and I'm like, I gotta get started on that couch. You know how to reupholster? I know the basic way of like, I have the old cushions so I can take the fabric and basically like make the mold from the old cushions. I If you were to like give me dimensions yeah, yeah. and be like, sew a cushion, I'd be like, oh, I'm kind of fucked. I like need the pillow to do it, but I can do it that way. <laughs> uh, that's so cool. I, I... I think, I'm like, I know this about Sydney, that she's like, oh, I have this kitchen project that I need your opinion on, Ellie. Like, I want to make this, you know, I don't know, spaceship. And I'm like, why do you think I would know anything about this? But also, cool. I want that. I want, like, one of those beds you can fall down. Because imagine this It's a lot space. of YouTube videos. Yeah. It's like, you, everything's on YouTube. So you just, like, look it up. You're like, how to make? And then it just pops up. So. That's true. So in the future, we need to do, like, Queer eye for the Vassin <laughs> yes. guy, uh -huh. and you'll be home. Ellie, what would you be? What do they have in Queer Eye? They have a fashion. They have like food, fashion, um, home, and grooming. Grooming, um, like grooming, like makeover. Right. How do you take uh, care of your skin? There's a fifth one, right? It's Fab Five, was it? Oh, and then it's out. it's food, fashion, Fab. Uh, working out. No, no, it's not working out, <laughs> but it should be. Uh, it is. It's uh, like self care, basically. I feel like he always like, makes them work out. out. Your, no, he always makes them. It's always like, let's yeah. go to the gym every episode. Yeah. They're like, time to go to the yeah. gym, and I'm like, really? Yeah. Okay. It's worse than that though, Sid, because it's let's go to the gym and talk about your feelings oh, because no. i will only do one of those things <laughs> you oh. need to choose but it's it's a queer eye for a straight guy do they have other other categories is it just straight guys and, or is it like the the messy woman as well so the new <laughs> one that's on netflix is like just it's just called queer eye ah. and they certainly like uplift queer voices but they've done a lot of like trans people mm. and they've done um, it's it's not gendered anymore. All of their they call them like their heroes. All of the heroes are from all over the spectrum and all over the country. And they also did like a season in uh, Japan. Do I watch a lot of Queer Eye? Yes. Okay, it you caught like me. Uh I, I watched it while it was still called Fab Five. Mm -hmm. it, me too. And but I think like sort of the pull was that they went for like the redneck homophobic folks in like the woods, which I thought was like hilarious because it's like, oh no, these five five queer men are gonna make turn me gay, and then it's like, yep, and, and I think you're better sort off of, now. I think they sort of realized that that was like limiting the scope of yeah. the stories that could be told and so Fair. while they definitely do have done you know like ranchers <clears throat> and people who may not 
typically run into uh, folks from the queer community that often or recognize that they are. Uh, I think like they just it just opened up a whole lot more types of stories that yeah. they can tell, and I like that. I like yeah, that I liked for it. Them. Well, speaking of a limited story. <laughs> let's hop right back on the rails and go on some bassin yeah. no i think well last week we left off uh a really good like strong first ep ladies well done well done we got some uh you know 12 year old problematic stuff and uh, we got lydia b thornwood the second and we got arthur morgan no 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 violet morgan violet morgan yep with the dog um who what's the dog's uh, name ellie lancelot i remember okay. that I you can only that. kill him if you remember his name <laughs> yeah <laughs> good that's a good rule actually you need yeah. a name <gasps> that's like king of thrones like yeah. a man needs a name what happened to that storyline it's a girl has no name a girl has no name what oh, happened to that storyline yeah, it's look. the it's a main one <laughs> also i love that all of our banter today has been like sydney you're so skilled. You move. Anne consumes media. That's oh, yeah. my story for this episode. Anne watches things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I and Ellie m- remembers like twenty percent of it, and you correct me. Um, That's because you're a mother. Full circle. Uh, yep. But speaking though of this great first ep we had, I wanted to like briefly mention a little bit like how how hard it is to do this in England as opposed to Scandinavia. Um, because, uh, I don't care about offending Scandinavians <laughs> because they're my family, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, I can talk shit about my siblings. It's a little how I feel about it. Being a little bit like, oh, these dumb Anglo-Saxons and their dumb cultural <laughs> traditions, it feels, it feels wrong. It doesn't roll off my tongue as easy. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting how long I last in the world of Britain and mo- uh, before I move back to Scandinavia. <laughs> well, so. Eleanor, just have a, a stiff upper lip and take it on the chin. Yeah. Ha ha, right. British people. Ha ha, ha ha. Yeah, I, I spoke to uh, my friend Matt, who was just like, no, no, English people will hate you, but they will never tell you, so don't worry about it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I know that doesn't make me feel better. So uh, if you're out there... Thanks for hating us, England. <laughs> England, we're coming for you. But I actually remember now we were not, we did not end it on England. We ended it in Norway because mm-hmm. what actually happened is that your two alter egos in the 80s found themselves in Norway. Um, a short blonde woman just called you from outside, refused to go inside of this creepy as f house that you find yourselves in hello uh hi (laughs) sorry we didn't mean to do you live here is this your house because like the door was wide open and also like a little bit dirty no offense if it's your house um yes it's it's uh, well technically i i own this this land i live further down the road but I, and I'm I'm sort of the the owner. I I inherited this place uh, a long time ago, but I I don't really live here because I frankly it's it's a really the house is in really rough shape. Um, oh, I will, I'm rambling on. I'm sorry. Uh, but do you need? Wh- why are you here? Oh well, I, well I was hungry, 
and well it's like really right. dark and we're driving for a while and there's like nothing out here yeah we were hoping it'd be kind of like a motel or something and i'm so sorry if it's not we just i'm so sorry like there are literally so many consonants in the sign and like i can't there's like so many consonants and i thought like for sure this meant hotel yeah. but there's we're uh, well uh, I mean, america <laughs> <laughs> no it's it's fine i it's it's i i understood um and she looks at the uh, she uh, politely looks at the um the, the sign that says in english moon lake hotel and then it's like it I was in English. Wait, the sign was in English. <laughs> well, it's like the moon lake is in English and hotel is the same word. Oh, so it's like, <laughs> but it's very funny that she's like, oh, um, no, it makes sense. <clears throat> that checks out. I should remove that sign. Really, we have we haven't been oper in operating for a while. The roof fell down, and frankly. Um, I don't even go in there anymore because I, it's it's a little dangerous. I'm, oh. I'm worried that something will fall. <laughs> um, but oh, you you found that in there, and she points to Amber, who's carrying the book you were reading. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I uh, I thought I had removed all of them. Um, I have I have them the rest of them in my my house. Uh, but if you're if you if you really can't find a hotel, I feel like it's my fault that you're here. So, I I would advise to not stay up here. It's it could be very. Um, and she looks towards the house, but it's like she's hiding something. She's gonna look behind her, just like slowly turn behind her and look through back through the door, following the woman's gaze. Um. Yeah. You see. You see nothing. Yeah. It's just darkness behind you. But you. You get a sense that maybe you should move away from the door because it's like just opening up to this vast darkness right now. Yeah, she just kind of like uh, skips and half trips down the stairs and laughs it off. And she says, well, I mean, and she, she kind of looks back at her friend. She's like, if she's offering, I mean, we really don't have anywhere else to go. Um, okay. I mean, do you have anything to eat? Yes, I have plenty of fika. Um, I actually just made some uh, Norwegian cinnamon buns. Oh my god, what a treat. Yeah, I mean, like, I would die. I have some <laughs> coffee, too. I don't know if you are the kind of Americans who drink uh, angel piss coffee. Ooh, trying uh, I could... not to drink coffee. Trying not to drink coffee. Oh, I'll okay. try anything once, even piss. <laughs> Uh, Wait, did you say piss will, coffee? <laughs> did you say piss coffee? I said, uh, it's what we call them here, like the angel piss coffee. It's like the American coffee because you have so much water in your coffee. Oh. Okay. Oh, you haven't heard that. Never mind. <laughs> I will make uh, tea for you. <laughs> okay. I mean, um, so you like mysteries, huh? And she like <laughs> sidles up next to her. It's, it's frankly... It was quite interesting, and she starts walking towards um, mm -hmm. her car that's parked next to your car down the road. It's quite interesting, really, how um, how you've found them because I've I've been reading these books for a while, and they're they're so fascinating. Uh, it's from like this time period that I know so very little about, um, and I I but I, I I think it was my my great 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 grandmother who used to live up here. And then, so it's been in the family ever since. But then, 
you know, no one really took care of it. And now it ended up on me because I'm the youngest in my... And she gives you a whole ass yeah. family drama story about how she ended up with this house and how she's the only one who takes care of it, but she's clearly not taking care of it. And how it used to be like a hippie residence back in the 70s. How wait actually back in the sixties now because this is the eighties. I wanted yeah. it to be like thirty years ago, and I'm like no, uh, <laughs> apparently ten years ago. Um, the further you get away from the house, the less nervous she seems, and mm-hmm. you eventually get to a cute little cottage in there. There's a lot of pika prepared. Mm-hmm. Can I offer you anything else than if you don't like uh, coffee? Oh my god, I, I honestly, it's been really long. And this feels like one of those adventures where, like, we're just girls being girls, and I would love a drink. Do you, do you want to like have a drink with us? Oh, of course. Whoa! Um, and she what the fuck? <laughs> and she transforms. Oh, alcohol! Into a my secret. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm she evil. Becomes, she just hisses and becomes uh, bats. Yeah. <laughs> she pours you heavy. Like, the only thing she has is, like, heavy aquavit. Um, Cosmopolitan, has that even been made yet in the 80s? I don't... What was it? Sex on the beach. Woo! But I don't have any of the I'll drink some aquavit. That sounds great. Yeah, thank you like, so much. What is life if not just a series of wild experiences? We're on a road trip together because we're best friends. And we love hanging I... out with each other. <laughs> I love how when I wrote this, can I just say this? When I wrote this, I had (laughs) no intention of this turning into California girls. Listen. Having sex. Mad sex. Anyway. What? (laughs) Oh, we weren't gay, Sydney? Did you not? (laughs) Oh, I mean, we could absolutely be gay. All I said was we're on a road trip because we're best friends. I like how Ellie's like, they are fucking the whole way. (laughs) We're best friends. We're close. Um. (laughs) I think, um, no, I love it. Uh, so here we are. I'm wondering, like, how do I make this creepy again? But, um, <laughs> yeah, but so you guys sit down and you drink, uh, you drink Aquavit, taking shots. It seems like this, this girl, I don't know, have you asked her for her name yet? You haven't. And she hasn't asked for your names. So yeah. you're a nameless woman and now it's awkward. No one, yes. no one. So now, now we're drinking. Everyone's like a little rosy, probably. I don't mm. know uh, how you feel about that, Sid. But I feel like it's funnier if we're just like, oh, my God, to the three of us. It's <laughs> Amber and oh, no, I forgot Sid's character's name. Jane too. Costner. <laughs> no relation. Right. And both of our parents are named Kevin. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah that's my how we Kevin. found each other. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I feel so stupid. My name is Amber. And I feel like we never asked you your name. And now we're drinking Aquavi in your house. I'm so I'm fucked so up right now. I'm so rude. I'm so sorry. My name is Jane Costner. No relation. What was your name? Uh, my name is Margaret. Margaret. That's a really pretty name. Thank you. Um, and you can call me Magan, but that's if you want. Magan? Magan, but it's, I realize now that it, in, in English that's hard to say, so you can call me Margaret if that's a, if I mean, that's we easier. can't read a fucking sign, so. I'm gonna <laughs> call you Marga, Maj, Majang. Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, but so, um, so how, um, <laughs> I'm fucking dying. And the the three of you starts 
to hit it off. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I said Masha. <laughs> I don't know why that got me so <laughs> The three sisters is like Masha, Masha, Masha. Masha, <laughs> Masha, Masha. We're all named Masha. I'm sorry, Ellie. I'm sorry. I'm so derailing no, of this no, episode. This is perfect. Please, this is perfect. Go ahead. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna take it uh, from here and say <laughs> that the three of you get drunk and then uh, you start talking about this book again and you start both. All three of you start reading it. Um, mm. cool. And we are back in London. Hmm. Nice. Where uh, three <laughs> other women are staring at each other, not drunk. Uh, you find yourself in the Rose house, and last where we left off, Violet told Amelia, the woman in need, that she does not need to worry. You all got this. Uh, do you guys remember? This was yes. a week ago. Yep. Um, so that's her that's brother what Martin abandoned <laughs> his family exactly and went to a so that the only thing you know is that amelia came to the police station her case landed on lydia's table uh, in a pretty sexist way somehow you were sent to the rose house because you know that that's where for some reason that's where your chief wanted you to go and you haven't really you neither of you have a reason to believe that this is a strange situation yet but so far you've only heard that like this woman who seemed who he lives with seems strange but that's that's like based on her story amelia's story so yeah so that's all you know it's that he's he's lost we do know that it was we well we think it's weird because it sounds like like a cult exactly like it sounds like yes um, so that's like the weirdness the weirdness is that he's he went to like an artistic colony an artistic colony of poets and yeah i mean you you guys should research it more if you want to well if he found it certainly we could try to find some information about it ourselves mm. so before you go i'm gonna send you guys a map of Hampstead, where it's where it's located, this house. But mm -hmm. you can also, before you leave your headquarters, which is quote unquote like your the Rose House is your headquarters right now. You can try to get an advantage. You can you know prepare in some ways for specifically for this, or you can prepare later. You can always try to get a, an advantage uh, throughout the mystery, but only one. You know that it's called the Newford House, mm -hmm. um, and you yeah you can whatever you want to do. What should we do? Should we uh, try to find out if there are any other missing people who went to Newford House? Right. Yeah, I think that would be the best. Well, I mean, if they're out there recruiting people, I'm sure they've got flyers up or, or you know, the boys handing out the papers. And I'm sure we could find out more information just by hitting the streets, which is where I actually got to get be getting back to. Uh, you know what? Yeah, but you you could come with me. I, I'm I'm on this case uh, through the system. I know this is outside of the system, but I have to say, I am a bit surprised uh, to see someone like you in your line of work. How does that go over? Oh, you mean because I'm short? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I meant. Yeah, well, you know, it's hard to, to... Sometimes, you know, the carriages might not see you uh, whatnot when you're crossing the street, but that makes me a little taller, so... <laughs> Very well, then. 
keep your secrets, <laughs> she says. Amazing. I know it's because I'm a woman, is what you're getting at. Right. I mean, I ain't got no problem with it. I just, you know, I being uh, someone a bit outside the bounds of uh, society's plan is something I happen to know a bit about myself, so, uh, you know, respect, I suppose, is what I'm trying to communicate. Oi, thanks. Yeah, it's, uh, it's hard to get respect. Uh, I, I surely don't get it from my boss, uh, i tell you that, but, uh, is he going to be okay with you running off to Newford House? I kind of doesn't really check in on me or nothing like that. Um, I mostly report to him. I mean, he will be upset if nobody's taking out the rubbish or shining his shoes and whatnot in the back rooms, which is usually what I end up doing on the weekend. So I could probably... I, I think it would be fine if I went. I think it would be good if I went. Yeah. yeah, I've got to prove myself, give you know. Him a chance to, give him a chance to miss you. Sure. Yeah, let's go with that. And you know that there's a police station in Hampstead um, that you could probably talk to, to, to that office as well, uh, cool. Ludium. And I sent you guys a map, so there's a couple mm -hmm. of places of interest. Um... And it's just an hour away with carriage, so it's not like you uh, that far for you, either of you. However, okay. you would probably want to get to an inn or something and stay there for a, if you want. Like, and the society, uh, Rose House, would pay for that, send the receipts back to them. So there's Newford House, which is to the l mm -hmm. west, and then there's. Uh, on the main street, there's a couple of stores, like a butcher, tobacco store, and then there's the police station, and then there's also Hampstead Gazette, which is a newspaper. newspaper. Uh, well, is there like a, an Hampstead Arms or something where we could get food and a, and a lodging for the night? Yes, you can absolutely uh, go there, and they would have, have that. Right. Uh... Great. Well, Oi, they got uh, a fishmonger. We, need... we gotta go. They got a fishmonger right Is on that... the main drag. <laughs> you don't get out much, do you, mate? And, oh, you, you can't pass up a good fishmonger. <laughs> Is that the one thing? She's trying to like determine <laughs> if this is like, you know how like girls try to figure out if the other one is is also gay. Oh, <laughs> so she's like, she's like. Oh, you like fishmongers, do you? I'm just like shooting firecrackers off. Like you have no idea. It's like everything in which direction. You're like, there's. You're like, is is she asexual? Like, does she even know? Don't know what's going on. Yeah. Don't know. Uh, keep your secrets. And she says, <laughs> uh, yeah. So she she says, oh, by the way, uh, this is Lance, and she says, here, boy, and the dog comes up and says, I need to travel with him because I have a bit of trouble with me sight. Uh, she sort of pull, twists her glasses a little bit. Yeah, all right. So, I, I uh, love dogs. I love dogs. That's a good dog. He really is. Well, uh, now that we're organized, we know where we're going. Is there anything you want to do here before we take a carriage? Mm. Yeah. You know, I, um, 
I kind of wanted to check in, just hit the town, hit the street real quick, just to Go see. Go clubbing. No. No. Oh, well, maybe, right. and I raise my club up, my little <laughs> baton. Uh, I think as soon as we get there, we should go to the newspaper uh, in Amstead to see if they've put out a, a listing or whatever they're trying to lure people in with. Uh, they probably put in the papers. Right. Uh, they also might have uh, information on other missing people, if that is a thing. Yeah. Yep, so there's a so there's that. the Hampstead Gazette, um, and it's on the main street, so you can definitely that can be your first stop. After I'm gonna fast forward a little bit, like the inn is mm -hmm. of no uh, importance, so you there's no weird innkeeper. It's just a regular innkeeper who who's quiet and cute, and he boring boring as hell, and he just <laughs> sets you up. Um, he seems to be related to the Rose House, like they have connections everywhere, so you can stay with them. And uh, you find yourselves outside the Hampstead Gazette, and you can enter. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, let's go. Come on, boy. And she sort of whistles and keeps her dog. She has a little uh, handle on his back to help guide her. Awesome. And in there, there's a wiry man. There's just one room, and there's one person in there type, uh, sitting in a, behind a typewriter. Uh, it's a wiry man in his mid-thirties with thinning, sandy hair, pale blue eyes and glasses. And he is the editor-in-chief of the Hampstead Gazette. And he looks up and he greets you. Um, <clears throat> good, good afternoon. How uh, may I help you? Hello there. My name's Lydia B. Ferngood II. Uh, I'm with the uh, police department in London proper. And uh, I'm here investigating the case of a missing persons and I wanted to be having a look at the newspaper uh, for any information on missing peoples or uh, uh, any p pertinent uh, clues or what have you. Immediately he's like, oh, oh, I have heard nothing about a missing person. Is it, re is it in relation with, the, with that house up there? Oh, that's the Newford house, right? Yes, are you... You are not with the local police. I don't recognize either of you. Uh, sorry, we're, we're you're under the jurisdiction of Rose House in London. Mm. Have you ever heard of them? I have not. Um. We're looking for a, an acquaintance. Mm. Uh, our brother went missing, so we're just checking in. Lydia's reaching into her breast pocket where she would have like a badge if they would give her one, but yeah. they don't. So she instead <laughs> pulls out like the leather thing where the badge would go and inside is like a piece of printed paper and it says like like officer of the people, like Lydia B. Thurngood, and there's like a half ass signature on it. It looks so yeah, shitty. But she also, like, and totally new, because if there was a badge in it, it would be, like, dented where the oh, badge yeah. is. just fresh flat. leather. Flat. Uh, she opens it up and she goes, I'm with the London Police Department. Uh, okay. It's identification, but she just slides it onto the desk. He, he is not convinced, but he is also, like, a journalist, so he's quite intrigued by this whole thing. But he also is intimidated by something, so he's like, hmm. Well, I, I don't really, I can't really be involved, if, if that makes sense. I'm, I'm not really, um, I, 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 this is a quiet and peaceful neighborhood. I would not know anything about any wrong 
wrongs that have might have been committed around here or people missing that seems like a very interesting story but i certainly wouldn't be able to publish anything on it but if you want i could i mean if you want to read up on the house or oh we are happy to do any and all of our own research if you'll just give us access uh, to the means to do so. We'll keep you totally out of it. Oh, is that a promise? Because I can't, I... Between you and me, I, I can't afford being being dragged into something. I, I, I mean, the people who live here, the townspeople here, they, they have somewhat pressured me into not writing anything bad about Hampstead, so I can't, I can't really write about gossip, if that makes sense. If a person well, missing and it's not filed with the local police officer, then it's not really on... I can't I can't write about that and, and risk anything. However... Well, we don't know your name, and she takes his nameplate and just flips it around the other way so that it's not facing them anymore. And you don't have to know us either. That'll make our jobs a bit easier, and we can just pretend this never happened as long as you give us access to what we need to do our research. Also, I'm with the law, but I'm not above the law. So if we do find out any information, I could obviously tell you first, and you could have the scoop on it. Huh. No, that's that's quite interesting. And actually, that's that's like a part of the challenge of like trying to convince him. And this is how you exactly how you convince him. So you don't even have to roll for this. He's just like salivating from it so <laughs> he he lets you he lets you into the cabinet where old where everything that's been written about newford house is stored and he looks the other way he turns the other cheek and uh continues to write about marital drama or something <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah and so yeah you get access to the files and uh, if you spend a couple of hours there you would find out that newford house was owned by a man called Edward Danville, Danville, and he married a Kitty Danville a couple of years ago. Right, which uh, is the owner yes. of Newford House right now. Exactly, and okay. he died two years ago suddenly. And his, sorry, his name was what again? Edward. Let's find Edward Dan Danville. Uh, not nothing suspicious about it being uh, outside of it being su sudden. He was fifty-two years old. Wait, and what's the wife's name? Ki Kippy, Kitty, 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 Kitty Cat. The other thing that's been written about the house—it's not that much, but it's that she's been hosting salon evenings. That makes sense with the poetry. Yeah, uh, but it was very, very s quickly after her husband's funeral. But a lot of prominent writers and artists and musicians and poets have been among her guests. But there's also been a lot of disturbances from the house. A lot of neighbors have called the police several times because the colony uh, members uh, are known to be very drunk, ending up in, in jail for being too drunk and disorderly. Uh, but no, nothing ever serious have been brought against them. So... Uh, they never had salons, salons before. <laughs> Sal how would they say it on Downton <laughs> Abbey? Is how yeah. I am trying uh, to imagine this accent going. <laughs> they never had salons there before he died. No, this this neighborhood has been extremely quiet Got ever uh, up until Kitty moved in, and um, Roland Blake, which is the name, by the way, of the journalist. But you don't know that because yeah. you turned around. But yeah. he uh, he's 
getting like a little interested in what you guys are doing so he's confirming a lot of the mm. a lot of the what your your findings um but he's like i obviously if you find find out something please let me know but you should probably talk to the police as well and maybe some neighbors around it around the area they will give you more more info but are there any uh, of these poets who have been drunk and disorderly that uh, are no longer living there but still in town it seems like they do travel away from Newford House from time to time I can't say I've kept track um, I would not I would not know all right well, where else did we want to go? We should we should check in with some neighbors. Uh, maybe uh, is there a place we could go that as you know a, a bar or something where we might be able to ask about people running into the drunken disorderly folk and what their manner was? Yeah, and you you the Newford house is right in the smack middle of a residential area, so there would be neighbors right like next to next to the house as well if you want to knock on doors or uh, it's currently in the middle of the day still right. so you would um why don't so we you... stop by the tobacco store on the way i, I, I don't smoke it, it'll kill you i hear but uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow they probably very clear they very progressive back in yeah, the 1800s super progressive um the non-smoking generation of 1860 <laughs> But I think it's just down the street from here. If we stop there, I mean, certainly <clears throat> artists are going to smoke. Yep. All right. Can you do that? Um, yeah, so you get into the tobacco store. Mm -hmm. um, there's two people in there and a couple of patrons. But the, the, there's a shopkeeper and what you assume is a shop assistant uh, of, of interest. And then there's a regular patrons but no you haven't seen any people who seem drunk and weird yeah. yet. uh she's gonna sort of approach the uh, uh like get get a table for the two of sorry so she's gonna get a table for the no it's not a, it's not a bar and stop I okay sorry <laughs> so she will approach the uh counter and say hello there uh curious what kind of tobacco uh, do you recommend bringing up to Newford House? We were thinking about attending one of the salons. As uh, when you mention Newford House, his face drops and he's just like, "Oh, I don't. I wouldn't know what they like up there." Should we not go? Are you part of it? Oh, I thought. My father died recently, and I thought, you know, it might be nice to hear some, some poetry. Soothe the soul, they say. Hmm. You're not a usual type, and he looks you up and down, and then he looks at Lydia as well. What is uh, Miss Kitty, right? Our usual type? Ah, uh, I... You know, this establishment does not trade in gossip. Good day to you. I and am going to slide some money across the table. Well, a type is usually young men. Young, drunk, idiotic men who seem to think with something else than their head, if you know what I'm saying. 
I've met one or two of those in my day. Give them a swift kick on the rear, and they're out of here. That's what I always say. <laughs> Shut up, woman. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what? Well, thank you. <laughs> Good day. Um, right. That is a good saying. <laughs> well, I am sorry to have bothered you, but I am also quite uh, shocked. And she she grabs for pearls, but there's just her big like wool scarf, and she realizes like she doesn't she's not a good liar or like good at any yeah. of this intrigue. So she says, "Well, thank you for your information." That uh, sir. Yep. We're looking for a missing persons who we believe might. What? A I'm doing Henrik's accent. <gasps> oh my god! Henrik, hello. Heartbro Henrik comes out. He's like, back. I'm being the detective now. Wow, I miss Henrik. Um, okay. Yeah. Henrik is dead. Henrik is dead to me. Henrik is dead to me. That's what I say before every show. Um, so we're, we're looking for uh, a missing persons who we believe might have been involved with whatever they are so any information that you have we would be happy to hear it no judgment so i i don't know what goes on up there but we're trying to to figure it out so listen we do not want to get involved mm. and he hands back the bill and he seems like you pushed him a little too far right now yeah. Go right. to the police station and get out of my store right now. Lovely place, though. All right, we're going. Like, <laughs> she starts to back and out. Then, and then the shop assistant who hasn't paid attention is like, can I help you with anything? She finally gets a little bit brave as she gets to the door and she just turns back and she says, tobacco kills, you know, <laughs> smoking kills. And then she <laughs> almost <clears throat> runs into the door because she can barely see. And, and she and, tries to leave. Yeah, the shop assistant, really? And, uh, you know, back then, they're probably like, super medicinal. Yeah. Like, I had no idea. <laughs> I thought it was good. You'll um, rethink your life. <laughs> so you might have pushed too far, but it mm. seems like the shops might not be where you would find yeah it also any seems helpful like information out outside outside of them themselves. being like yeah and a little yeah. scared of whatever goes well going it seems on. like the people wouldn't even shop at the shops no like they wouldn't be yeah. welcome to come back into town yeah if we're asking about it then and and we're getting this kind of gulf uh then it seems likely that they don't come this way so he did have a good idea though go into the police station um you will i will say this if you went into other shops they would probably say like we don't associate with with this house at all we mm -hmm. we don't serve those patrons uh most like in a very loud voice to so other neighbors heard it too because mm -hmm. this is like an upper middle class area and they right. hate like the decadence that this house brought to the neighborhood well let's talk to the police then i mean uh, surely given your status they would be able to offer something i i could try um uh, can, can i talk to you for a second any and she um pulls pulls you aside outside right so here's the here's the thing um mm. 
Armor Constable, uh, that's my, my title, technically. Um, but within the Force, I'm not quite uh, regarded as a constable. If you know what I mean. It's sort of like what we were saying before. With um. Oh basically because I'm a woman. They should have never let me in the force. But my dad was a police chief. And my granddad was a police chief. And I grew up in it. And uh. They kind of let me in as a, a courtesy to my dad. But they don't. They don't really. Accept me in the force. Even though I did the training, it's it's not nepotism or, or nothing like that. I mean, I'm well suited for the for the job, but uh, they don't give me. I don't get a badge. They didn't even give me boots because they said that none of them will fit me. So. Well, uh, here's what I think. If if you're willing to wear it, I think that if we solve this case. And it is reported through proper channels here in, Am in the Amstead Force back to London that you were a part of this. It can only reflect well on you. If they are a bit of nitwits who don't respect what you bring to the table, then maybe they just need to hear it from somebody else. That was my thought. I, they never really gave me a chance for none of the other cases or nothing. So I figured if I was able to do this one on my own. Well, with you, obviously. And I appreciate your help. But if I was able to do this <laughs> one, then, uh, then yeah, they would... Uh, Listen, I... Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you, said so Sorry. No, I was just going to say, then uh, maybe they would give me some boots. Perhaps that's true. Uh, listen, I spent most of my younger life in service. It wasn't until the last few years that I was able to break away and try to do me own thing in London. It's one of the only places where a woman can break away and do her own thing. So, listen, we're going to do this. I'll be seen as doing a bang-up job by Rose House, and maybe you'll be seen as having... And maybe you'll be seen as having something to offer back in London as well. So, we got this. Let's just walk into this police station. Imagine yourself the way that, that you want everybody else to, to see you, and just do that. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I could do that. I've I spent a lot of time serving the upper ranks, and let me tell you, a lot of it is just pretense. Okay, let's go. And she, like, straightens her little hat out and tucks her baton uh, and, like, fluffs her jacket a little bit. Starts walking. That's right. Come on, Lance. And at the police station, you're greeted by a Sergeant Gerald Hall. He is about 50 years old with brown eyes and thinning dark hair that is flecked with gray. He has a walrus mustache that dominates his round reddish fa face. And uh, upon seeing the two of you, he, he wipes his head with like a handkerchief because he's sweating. And 
it's like seeing two women. He's like, oh, more trouble. Um, and so instantly, you're not <laughs> you're judged basically. He's like, <clears throat> Miss, Mrs. How can I help you? Uh, hello, sir. My name's Lydia B. Ferngood the second. I'm here investigating the case from London proper. I like some information uh, on a missing persons that we're looking into. Uh, if you have any sources leading to uh, clues that we can use for our investigations. You say B. Ferngood the second. Any relation with A. Ferngood the first? Wait, what was your dad's name? <laughs> What was his name? Did I say it? Oh, did I say it? I don't know if you did. You probably didn't. Hold on, I'm right. I'm looking. Oh yeah. Oh, Arnold I don't know Palmer if I said it. No, I have it written down. Uh, Vincent okay. Thurgood is oh. her father. Thurgood, any relation with Vincent? Oi, that uh, that's me da. That's me father. Oh, he and I, uh, we, I used to work under him a long time ago. Why don't you give your dad my best? Uh, he died actually. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. That's all right. Th thank, thank you. He was a uh, he was a good man and a good officer. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that uh, you already know that. But yes, I, uh, I will pray for him tonight. I'm so sorry to hear that. Oh. And he warms up to you. So what what can I what can I help you with? Uh, we have a missing person from London proper, uh, and oh oh oh, are you all right? Oh, sorry, I, I'm just my... Uh... And he is on the edge of a stress meltdown. So, uh, so as just mentioning a missing person, he's just... Uh, oh, oh, continue, please. <clears throat> this day can't get any worse. Uh, uh, you sure you want me to continue? You're getting really sweaty in the forehead. You, uh, you look like you're going to pass out. It's just that I, uh, I feel like it's just this onslaught of awful, awful news... Every day in this, I did not sign more, up for this. More missing, more missing peoples. Uh, it's just that damn house. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm speaking out of turn. Newford House. Oh, you know about them? Oh, are you one of them? No, God no. Uh, I don't look like a, a pansy poet, man. Do I? I hope I don't. No, no, oh, no, no, you don't. Um, uh, but the only reason why you're here, it's the only reason why anyone comes here nowadays seems to be about that damn bloody house yeah I keep asking for clues but I, f I think I'm getting them by the way everybody's been reacting to uh, my questioning but uh, yeah we do believe uh, that the person was last seen at the Newford house they're a writer and uh, the family's real worried about them but you seem to have more on your plate than just a single missing person, so... What's been going on in Amsterdam? No, I'm... It's just we're getting... We're getting reports every day. Every day someone has done something in that house. They puked on a carriage. They've passed out in an alleyway. They've... Well, the other day, someone had done number two. Right outside this police station. Oh, I've been there, Ricky. Oh, you have you have one of those as well. Wait, 
Oh yeah, there's a kid who shits on my doorstep every day. Oh no, you can't. You can't. You give them a little finger. You're nice to one orphan, and then they start shitting on your porch. Yeah, I gave him a piece of bread one time. Oh, now he's always pissing on stuff. A huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Obvious. This is 19th century humor that only we understand. <laughs> Yeah, they both said, like, I like you. We can tell you're Cracking a Vincent's up. girl. Yeah. yeah. I slap him um, on the back. No, it's just, but missing people. This is the last thing I need. Um, a missing person. Um, and you, but I feel like a lot of men, they go in there and they get lost in whatever is going on in there. I'm not passing it off to Armstead. I'm not asking you to do nothing. Uh, clearly, you got your hands full, but uh, me and my part partner here and i turn i'm like oi mm. uh she we... gives a thumbs up <laughs> we high five you're um, doing well, he's i really just found out your partners huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah i high say five. unsure i'm like are we <laughs> uh we plan on doing the investigation but we gotta know what we're getting ourselves into can we just walk into the house can we start asking questions uh i'm you might, you need to talk to that woman first, probably. Um, Kitty. Kitty. Kitty Danville. But, what's the, what's, who's missing? His name's Martin, he's a writer, and his sister, Amelia, found me on the street. She was hanging flyers, and nobody would help her. Which, maybe this is why, because people go in there and they just don't come back out. Oh, I remember that girl. Oh, she was here a couple of weeks ago, I... We're understaffed, underpaid. This is... Uh, I I feel bad now. If she went all the way t into the city to ask for help. Um, I mean, uh, you're welcome to... Uh, and he feels very conflicted about this. Like letting you go through the police records and, and files. Mm. But since you are Vincent's daughter... He's just... Uh, I mean... Just be... Just be quick. Thank you, sir. And I think also, like, I show him... Like, I keep a picture of, like, Lydia and her dad, like, in... Preston with, like, the badge thing. Old, kind of, like, wrinkly, mm -hmm. you know, black and white photo. And I think as we're chatting and stuff, I, like, show him the photo. And we just, like, talk about my dad for a little bit. Just to add on to, like, he's not just letting me see the file. He, like, feels like he knows me. But great. Thank you, sir. And I take the file. Awesome. Uh, how about we roll for the first time? Oh. I know. I was like, wow, this is roll? an easy game. <laughs> yep. I, um, I realize I'm playing it a lot easier. I played, I've been playing it a lot more generous than maybe perhaps i normally so would generous but maybe that's you know so are we in, investigating uh yes roll uh, roll yeah roll investigation okay. to see how is that something we're both able to do or just like let me talk like whatever you guys go have. for it yeah well i think we both should right i mean we're both reading a file i'm not right. the only one reading it yeah mm-hmm Let's see. So roll an investigation. Two successes. I got one success. Okay, so that's you crushed it. Um, uh, you mentioned. So what you find out is that 
Martin Beddoes is mentioned twice in the police reports. Uh, once for attempting to steal the helmet of a policeman um, who was sent to the house, and once for being drunk in charge of a bicycle which was found to have been stolen. And there's a whole report written on this bicycle incident. And you read it, and at first you're like, oh, this is just being a drunk ass. But then you notice that in this report, it seems like he's maybe perhaps not drunk, but more distressed. Um, what was he saying? Here's an extract from the police report. When I asked where he was going, he replied that he had to leave Hampstead immediately because his life was in danger. He declined to name the person who threatened him, saying only that she will find me. He repeated this several times, growing more agitated as he did so. And they just put him in jail for the night? Yes. Or and the next day, Mrs. Danville, the householder, she came and paid his fines and... They seem to have a one-on-one -on -one talk, the two of them, in private, and then they both who left. Who was the officer? Could we talk to the officer who... Uh, he he seems to not be on duty right now, uh, okay. but like this was this was a while ago. This was like a couple of weeks mm -hmm. ago, so... Um, and uh, Sergeant Gerald Hall is already looking nervously at you, and this is very, like, out of the... This is not like yeah. he. You guys should not be reading this, even if yeah. if uh, Lydia is mm -hmm. a police officer. Um, I think also so Lydia whispers to to Violet and is kind of like, "He was running. He's well, clearly he's he's running. He's not staying in a bicycle. He's trying to get away, right? Right. Uh -huh. I think that's pretty clear. It's odd that she would have." Had such an interest in in only young men, isn't it? That is pretty specific. Hmm. Yeah. Uh. I mean, well, no offense to the young men, but they are pretty stupid, and <coughs> when they get drunk, they're pretty belligerent. So maybe they're easier. No, no offense. I mean, women can be dumb too, but. We gotta keep our wits about us when we're out, you know. I we gotta protect ourselves. I feel ourselves. like Lance just rests his little dog head on the <laughs> table at that point, and I'm like, "Not you, Lance. You're great. Like, <laughs> you're a good, good, smart boy. Yeah, um, good, so smart. But women, are, uh, we gotta keep our wits about us. We can't be getting drunk right. and doing whatever. I feel like running off. Yeah, maybe writing it's, poetry. Yeah, women shouldn't write poetry. We should enter the <laughs> workforce. That's mad. Yeah, <laughs> oi, uh, wild. Yeah, so she she's gonna take a little bit of time to sort of let you sort through all of all of that stuff as much as possible, and she will um, go back up to the gentleman, Mister Hall, like uh, Officer Hall, Sergeant, and Sergeant. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, no, who cares? <laughs> I'm not offended, and he is. Okay, uh, whilst. Lydia is sort of like refiling everything because I'm assuming she would know how to do that and I really wouldn't. Uh, she approaches Sergeant Hall and says, I'm so sorry uh, for the time we've taken up, but I'd really love to know if, if we are able to solve some of these problems, would you not 
be willing to send a good report back to London on behalf of my friend? Um, he, I think he's a little confused by, by that request, uh, yeah. but also a little bit alarmed immediately because he thinks that now he's going to get dragged into something, but he... Mm. Are you two planning on going there and getting yourself in trouble, which means you will be dragging me into more trouble? And I, th well, I think, like, if you want to get this done, yeah. you should do it, like, without asking for permission, and then, you know, you'll probably be yeah. properly awarded later, but you should probably yeah. not reveal to him that you're planning on taking law in your own hands. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she says, oh, we're just asking around, and we are just glad to have gotten a few more answers here. So if, if, if we see you and we have more information, we'll tell you, but we'll probably just have to report to Amelia Oh no, your brother's still missing. Oh, but uh, it doesn't seem like he's missing. He's probably just in the house. Oh, uh, like the report oh. said, right? Well, we're not planning to go there. Not us. Right, Lydia? No, we're not. She's like writing. She's like, no, not going there. Wherever there yeah. is, I agree with what you're saying. Not going there. She, yeah, and she says, you look quite stressed. Uh, can I offer you some tea? And she sort of reaches into a little pouch and pulls out uh, a little sachet of, uh, she says, it's valerian root and lavender and passion flower. Very good for stress altogether. And honestly, if you uh, brew some tea and then mix it in with a bit of beer, oftentimes I think uh, people find it reduces anxiety. And who doesn't love a pint every now and again? Oh, you're a you're a kind lady, but for me, it's enough to just have a good old scotch. And he takes a swig. All I don't right, need then. any new potions or. It's just tea, but sure. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure it is. Are, <laughs> are you not English? No. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, I forgot where I'm from. Um, but no, uh, but you get the sense that this is this is what you can get out of the police yeah. station. Um, and he is getting more and more stressed out the fact that you guys yeah. are still here. So we should go. We're leaving. Good goodbye, boy. <laughs> well, goodbye, and don't get yourself in trouble now. Just go back to London and let let that girl know that her brother is probably fine. But there's no need. To hunt down these poets and, and fools. They're, uh, they're dumb. Right. Oi. Ag agreed, and uh, thank you so much, Sergeant. And uh, hopefully I'll, I'll uh, see you soon in the field. Right. I sure, I'm sure I will. And he, he uh, it's very condescending. <laughs> the way he all says right. that. Yeah, all right. Um, we got a lot of good information there. I I think we should we try to ask the neighbors, or should we just go up there and try to get a sense from outside the house? What's going on? I'm gathering that nobody here likes this house, and nobody here is going to give us any inch of information about Kitty. <coughs> what's her name? I just think we have to go see her for ourselves. 
judging by our the way we've bumbled through town so far, I'm not sure we could walk circles around her in conversation. Uh, so the benefit of the second is sneaking in. Do your dog know any tricks? Not strictly legal. Sit. <laughs> not you, the dog. <laughs> That's it. <clears throat> uh, take a bow. She does. A little, she tries to do a little trick with him. I had a grand plan that we would make the dog lay down on the porch and we put like um, like uh, vinegar tomato sauce on it and we ring the doorbell and then you and I go around the back and they think that somebody left this dog you know got hit by kicked by a horse or something and we peer in through the windows in the back as they check on the dog in the front pretty clever I love that. Uh, it's very clever. There's also the old classic, take him for a walk, get him to do his business, and leave a flaming, stinking pile of shite on the front porch. And then when they open the door, they step forward, they get shit all over, and maybe they're on fire, and they have to put it out. I don't know. I Which one seems... like the shit idea. And then we could then it's say... It's a shit idea. And <laughs> we could then say... Uh, we heard somebody's leaving shit on your porch and now we're coming to help you catch them, but really we're investigating. Catch the shitmeisters. Yeah. You know what, this maybe conversation we should just is, go to the house. And this conversation is, is uh, going on as you guys are walking down the street towards the house and yeah. um, yeah. the inn. Uh, and you notice that a couple of kids are playing outside on the street. Um, well, not necessarily street urchins but like yeah, actual kids that belongs in the neighborhood um, yeah. are they interested in the dog at all yeah they're like they they immediately without yeah. hesitation run run over to Lancelot and, and starts petting him he's so oh, cute oh that's a good boy he's so cute what's his name his name is Lance oh there you go Lancelot no biting now no bite. that's a good boy I once had a pussy cat, one tiny girl says. Cats are trash, but I am happy for... <laughs> oh, she died when I was four. It was my oh. best friend. So sorry to hear that, but what you was the are cat's better name? off. <laughs> the cat's name was Shadow Fay. Oh, that's a beautiful name for a little kitty cat. Hey. Do you know that somebody's named Kitty? Did you know that? Oh. Nice. Good uh, work. Are you talking about... Are you are you talking about the sheep lady? Yeah. Does she live in that big house up there? Oh, yeah. She lives in that big house up there. Yeah. And they you call, mean the sheep lady? Yeah, they call her the sheep lady because... Oh. Well, they call her the sheep lady because she walks funny and she has legs like a sheep. Brenda, stop it. That's not nice and not how we talk about our neighbors, despite what we may think of them. And her mother suddenly shows up. Or actually, oh, that, okay, her mom. caretaker, her nanny, <laughs> rather, <laughs> walks up. I realize. That's all right, man. We were just talking about uh, kitty cat, so she had a cat named Shadow Faye. Right. And who are you? My name's Lydia. I'm with the police force of London. This is my partner. 
We just thought we'd come out and get the air. Perhaps... It's nice to get out of the city. Oh, the police officer. Perhaps you could do something about this house once and for all. What happened? They have a terrible influence on this entire neighborhood. But you didn't hear anything from me, though. Um, this is a peaceful and quiet neighborhood, and it shall remain that way. And we don't need any drama. We just need them to go. Understood. Interesting. Yeah, I could go talk to them. Anything else I should know before I go up there and check out what's going on? Be careful. Of a lady named what? Kitty. Just in general. She's... They all seem... I don't know what they can do. They seem erratic. What's erratic, Ma? What is... Oh, wait, not Ma. Uh, you've been with me for so long that I confuse you for my mother. My mother never sees me because she's rich and, you know, doesn't take care of me. And now we hear the backstory of Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, goodbye, little goodbye, girl. Brenda. Goodbye, I'll Brenda. Tell, I'll tell you more when you come back about my backstory. Oh, and she drifts off. What a prize the... that will be. <laughs> <laughs> the level uh. of prize. Right. Well, I think okay. Okay. Here's what, what I think what do we I know? should really do. What do I? Oh, go ahead. Well, I go think ahead. we should really do is like do a perimeter walk, not B and E. Like we should not break into the house, but we should like see if like stealth, see if we can see through the windows to like catch anything that yeah. she wouldn't want us to see. But then we should just go to the front door and if we get caught, what should we say? Walk with the door. Right. Perfect. Love that. God, you're really smart. <laughs> Thanks. And as the two of you are talking to each other about this, you'd look up to the house again, and in the window, you see a woman looking at you. 